This is Gray Man Media Content. Marker. Welcome to Wolf Takes a Bite. Bonjour! Yes, today we're going to be talking about a story that is shrouded in mystery. It's been around for quite a long time. It involves political prisoners, conspiracy theories, Nazis, aliens! Yes, today we're going to be talking about the man in the Iron Mask. So buckle up. squared yeah equals dick (laughs) (laughs) okay cool okay cool welcome back to another episode of wolf takes a bite i am your host bonjour i am monsieur wolf with me a co-host monsieur gray mademoiselle Bonjour. I'm already thinking about getting mad. Bonjour. I'm already thinking about it. Welcome to Wolf Takes a Bite. Little, little bit not French. A little bit Borati. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we, we, mon ami. My wife. My wife. <laughs> Number one prostitute, Kaishan. To be honest, I, before this exact moment, I did know how to do a French accent and speak French, but now I'm on camera. I don't. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, what do you know about the man in the iron mask? Literally fucking nothing. Typical. Yeah. Mm, good. Yeah. We're going to learn today. I certainly hope so. Yes. Yeah. So, we all know about King Louis the Fourteenth, right? Yes, of course. Yes, he was very well known for his massive cock. All right. That's where we got the measurement system. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah course yeah mm-hmm. okay so the man in the iron mask <laughs> it's insane it's, it's, us- it's insane i don't know I'm- it was useless information because it wasn't true <laughs> <clears throat> the man in the iron mask is a legendary figure who has actually captured the imaginations of people for centuries man it sounds like i say that a lot for episodes on it it's kind of wild yeah so wild but who was he nobody really knows except for there are some theories and more importantly, why was he imprisoned and in an iron mask at that for so many years? Oh, he was in prison. Yes, this man was in prison, okay. in a French prison, okay. with an iron mask, a full face helmet basically bolted to his face. That that was it. I think he ate through a straw kind of deal. Oh, wow. Yeah, like it didn't come off. Okay. Nobody was allowed to see his face. Mm. It was like this for centuries and as we know king louis the 14th was also a what? very well hold on, hold, on, hold on he was like that for centuries i'm sorry he was like that for his entire incarceration okay i was like why are we talking about the mask i'm talking about the fact that he's hundreds of years old my lazy eye saw the word centuries on the screen and it just kind of you know triggered yeah. something anyway okay. got it so he was like that for centuries <laughs> 
for a very long time, right? Um, it, it would probably feel like centuries if you're just trapped in a fucking yeah metal helmet I, of death. I would imagine after a certain point of time, you lose all concept of time, and then you just fucking freak out. I would assume there's eyelets, like you could see through. Yeah, but like he's in prison, right? Yeah. Are there, does he got a window view? Like I don't fucking know what his cell looks like. Specifically, uh, no, I don't think he did. <laughs> He didn't really have that. It was more like isolation. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a French prison. How long do you think it takes to like lose your uh, ability to tell time? They say three days in uh, complete really? isolation. Yeah, because studies have been done for prisoners who get put into solitary. And bro, you should do that. We should do that for a video. No. So let's dive into the oh. history and legend and myths and the conspiracy theories then. Oh, we're already to conspiracy theories. No. Okay. And interesting facts surrounding this fascinating story. That's what I want to hear. The story of the man in the mask dates back to the late 17th century during the reign of King Louis XIV of France. Big cut guy. Yeah. Yes. We don't know if that's true or not. Yeah. You, yeah. You lied. You already said that. <laughs> According to historical accounts, though. He has a big cut. <laughs> Now, according to historical accounts, the man in the Iron Mask was a prisoner who was held captive for more than 30 years in different French prisons, consistently moved around. His time in incarceration could have been actually longer. Mm. But the estimate of 30 years is due to specific theories relative to King Louis XIV, his relation to him, and or how this individual suddenly met the wrath of one of the most tyrannistic kings in French history. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, including there's uh, the fortress of Bastille and the fortress of Pinningroll, both located in France, obviously. Uh, yeah, no, I was thinking Germany. Weird. <laughs> Maybe because Nazis. No, it's actually in France. Because um, Nazis, new t shirt. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. I love it, though. Unacceptable. But because Nazis. Anyway, so what's most interesting about the man in the mask is that he always wore a metal, presumably iron mask, and his identity was never revealed to anybody. The mask was made of iron and covered his entire head with only small holes for the eyes, nose, and mouth. The man in the iron mask always kept in isolation and was not allowed to communicate with anyone except for his jailers. And at one point... A decree came from the king that said he will instantly decapitate him if he spoke to anybody again, including his jailers. Because the man was very passive, by the way, too. He he was like already kind of broken by this point when that happened. And we'll probably talk a little bit about that. But um, there is just a lot of tug and pull on this guy. And it, King Louis XIV wasn't just straight up always you must be put to death kind of deal. You know what I mean? It was, he was very well known for incarcerating people. Like that was his favorite thing to do. If you (laughs) fucked up at all, huge prison sentences, very poor conditions, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you can only imagine 17th century France prisons. Like, come on, dude, you're not getting trade tables and shanks. You're getting rats and snakes. Like it's going to really suck. Oh, wow. Look at you. Look at you go. Yeah. That's crazy. Imagine, being your dating profile, being like, uh, you know, I like long beaches, long walks on the beach, and uh, oh, incarcerating people. 
Yeah. Hi, I'm a French king. <laughs> Big <cock. laughs> So the man in the iron mask. Uh, supposedly, we have an idea of his identification. Now, there is a man named Lehu Mescour de Frere who died. Nailed it. And 19th of November, 1703. He was identifi- an identified prisoner of the state during the reign of King Louis XIV of France, 1643 through 1715. His warranted for his arrest on July 28th, 1669, under the pseudonym of Eustine de Guerre. And I'm probably saying that wrong because just because it's French. I was going to say. I practiced a lot of the names. I'll tell you, I know this was going to be a network problem, but it's still very difficult. I was going to say, it sounds like you're nailing the French words, but then you hit the English words and it's like you forgot how to speak. Well, thank you. Delete that and make it sound like I know what I'm talking about. Cool. Sounds great. Pseudonym. (laughs) Anyway, he was incarcerated on the 24th of August and held for 34 years in custody of the same jailer, specifically the name the jailer's name was Beignet Donvon saint Dimao. See, that sounded like you nailed it. <laughs> Been to France once. In four successive French prisons, including Bastille. When he died there on the 19th of November, 1703, in his inhumane certificate, bore the pseudonym of uh, Marchial. How would you say that? I'm sorry, sorry. Anyway, the pseudonym of Machiavelli. It's not Machiavelli. It's definitely not that. Leading several 19th century historians to conclude the prisoner was an Italian diplomat. Diplomat. (laughs) Drink some more, John. Okay, Devin. (laughs) Who said it? So, leading several 19th century historians to conclude the prisoner was an Italian diplomat. Oncler Antonio Matoli. Now, his true identity remains a mystery, even though it has been extensively debated by historians for generations the various theories have been expounded that in numerous books articles poems plays and films among the oldest theories is one proposed by the french philosopher and writer voltaire i know i said that right voltaire okay i wasn't gonna argue with you fucking asshole in fact voltaire actually tends to be probably one of the most prominent informants on this case because he actually has more information than anybody else on this case. Well, that's what that would mean, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so Voltaire claimed in uh, the second edition of his questions to Sir Ilosocople that the seventeen seventy one that the prisoner was an older, legitimate brother of King Louis. Oh, you know what? I think I've heard this story before. <laughs> have you? I think I might have, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. It's usually in history class, I think, but I, uh, not well, in detail. You can't. Not in all schools and all in detail, but if you go to a Catholic school, maybe. Uh, they like to talk about the French Revolution a lot. Catholic school, I don't know what it is about that. Um, what little is known about the prisoner is based on the contemporary documents that surfaced during the 19th century. Mainly, some of them correspond between St. Mars and his superiors, as well as in which the prisoner has actually been labeled only a valet. Shortly after his arrest, what emerges from these documents is that he was jailed for what he had seen or what he had knew. 
specifically what he was employed to do <clears throat> before his arrest. Legend has it that no one has ever saw his face and it was hidden by a mask of a black velvet cloth as being the valet for very aristocratically proposed people. If that makes any sense. It makes so much sense. Does it? <laughs> what did you just ask yourself? It's rhetorical, Devin. But this was later misreported by Voltaire as an iron mask. So official documents reveal, however, that the prisoner was made to cover his face only when traveling between prisons, 1687 or in 1687, or when he was going to prayers within the Bastille in the final years of his incarceration. Modern historians believe that the latter measure was actually imposed by St. Mars solely to increase his own prestige at the end of his career, thus causing persistent rumors to circulate around the seemingly important prisoner. But there has been a lot of debate on that. That uh, is on what part? Specifically that Voltaire got it wrong. Oh, okay. Because Voltaire's not the only one. There was um during the earlier prisoner transfers, because uh, like you said, he went out 30 years and some more than several prisons, one of them being Bastille. Uh there was people who actually were able to peer through some velvet curtains to kind of see a little bit during one of the transfers. And those people reported that he was wearing an iron mask. So that still holds a validity. And that was before Voltaire's um, extradition. So to me, um, it seems like uh, if there was some kind of high-ranking prisoner, who it would be, he's got like this black velvet thing going on and he's got a mask and stuff. He's obviously being treated with a lot of respect. I imagine that circulate or, you know, he's he's special because he's the only one with an iron mask. Right. Otherwise, this, the, the entire story is not special. Um, so he's the only one. Uh, yeah, I would imagine that uh, there was a lot of, uh, you know, people talking about the uh, prisoners, especially if other prisoners noticed him being transferred from one prison to another. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's obviously got to be a lot, some connection or if not a lot of connections of why he was so cared after. But his prison conditions were just the same as anybody else's, if not somewhat slightly this man, worse. Yeah, no, it, definitely worse. Like somebody, whoever put him in jail clearly got an issue with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that only could have come from the hierarchy of the, the royal lines. Oh, King Louis. King Louis. As King we all know, a lot apparently. of the lot of King Louis that have been around have never been really good. So... And now we've talked about that this person supposedly has like four different names, right? Yeah. Obviously, the enigma has remained unsolved, owing to the lack of reliable historical documents about the prisoner's identity. Yeah. Um, because we know what is it, after after 1700s, you know, there was a the French Revolution. It was in 18 to 19. Don't, don't ask me. I don't know. I'm not good with dates. Not either. Yep. I thought you might. Because no, you, I'm you, terrible at dates. Okay, wonderful. Um, I believe the French Revolution was not too far after King Louis the Fourteenth. If only we had like a piece of equipment that could look that up real quick. Seventeen ninety one French Revolution. All right, now take it from the top. Seventeen seventy five. Seventeen eighty nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nineteen fourteen. 
1803. 1792. So there was basically a revolution every decade. Every five years. <laughs> Pretty much. 1848. 1830. Pick a year. The, the French were probably revolutionizing. <laughs> if they weren't actively, they were planning. They were already thinking about it. It's They're like thinking new, about getting mad. There's a new party. They're about ready to jump on it, and it has nothing to do with tea. Throw a dart at a calendar. The French are probably revolutionizing. And much like the French, I'm going to revolutionize these ads. Let's get into it. That wasn't bad. Yeah. It wasn't your best, but it was pretty good. Uh, it was on the spot. So before we dive back into the Man in the Iron Mask story, I want to take a moment and thank our sponsors for supporting the show. One of them being ourselves. First of all, if you're a fan of this podcast and want to show support, head on over to Gray Man Media's merch store at graymanmediaco.com. You can find all kinds of cool merchandise there from t-shirts, coffee mugs, as well as Wolf Takes a Bite logos and other designs, including our new logo for this season. You can find it on the Wolf Takes a Bite store as well as everything else we produce there. If you're a podcaster looking for creating a podcast, if you would like to create your own podcast and you're looking for a platform to host your show, you don't need to look any further than Transistor.fm. Just like the French, Devin. They make it easy to start and host your own revolution. I mean, podcast. With features like analytics and private podcast and more. Keep going. Now, if you're like me and like a little energy to boost your day while you're revolting against the government, you can power through those long possessions by getting a monster energy drink. And you cannot do better than my affiliate link below. My Amazon affiliate link for a full case of 24 pack of monster energy drink is available right below this. Video or audio ad. Where's the link? Right below. It will give, not only give you that much needed energy you need to revolt against your government, but also it will give you a chance to support our show in a way that no one else can. So, so whether or not you're in the market for some cool merchandise or a podcasting hosting platform or just a refreshing energy drink, our sponsors have got you covered. So now let's get back to the man in the iron mask. As long as you li like, we we talk about the energized, ready to go thing. That's just because the monster thing is that needs to be at the end on this one, and then it just makes sense for the thing that we recorded already. And then that's all I was really saying. But I just thought it was very well formatted in this aspect. And that yeah, if you just wanted to was, sound, I just thought that was well written, and I was very uh, yeah. ChatGPT did a really good job. They did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't take offense to it. You're not the one that wrote it, dog. All right. So now you want to do the real one? No, no, no. We're gonna use that one. All right, now that we're energized and ready to go, let's get back to the man in the iron mask. When we left off from the story, our mysterious prisoner was forced to wear an iron mask and conceal his identity. But who was this man, and why was he imprisoned? Let's pick up where we left off and find out. Sick. Just like King Louis Fourteenth, He was sick. Sick man. That's because all the, the giant was. cock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get serious. Yeah, go, go, uh, please get serious. I mean, yeah, no, this has been a great episode. So, one of the most fascinating aspects of The Man in the Iron Mask is the conspiracy theories that have actually arisen around this story. Some people believe that the man, whoa, is... The Man in the Iron Mask is 
and was actually a prisoner who was held captive for much longer than 30 years, as I kind of preluded there. Yeah. Uh, maybe centuries. <laughs> yeah, you did say that. Because he is an alien. Oh. He's a lizard man. Thing. That's the From thing. the French underground. Well, they do have that cave with all the paintings, right? Right. What's that called again? Uh, the Vatican. That's Italy. That's Italy. <laughs> I don't know any more underground places. I don't have CERN. <laughs> Not even in Europe. <laughs> Wrong continent. Wrong time period. Completely. Completely. New York subway. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yeah. Pizza. We're back to Italy. <laughs> oh my god, the Italians run the world. Well, the mob. He was subjected to, to some very cruel and inhumane torture during his imprisonments, aside from wearing a fucking 72-pound iron helmet around That's his 72 face. 72 pounds? I'm making an estimate. It's iron. It's the <laughs> size of your head. I'm making this up. I'm making an estimate. How much is an iron mask weigh that is completely surrounding and shrouding your head? I sincerely very heavy. doubt that we would ever find that. It anymore. can't be more than 100 pounds because... Like 82 pounds is about as much as the human neck can actually hold consistently without it starting to break or break down. So it's got to be low 70 or 72 would probably be the torturous okay. aspect. I mean, that's in a rough estimate as well without any factual information included. <laughs> um, others believe that the Iron Mask was not actually a real person. You're getting really good at like checking yourself and I, I appreciate the hell out of that. <laughs> Also, I had you going for a minute because you're like, oh, does he actually know that? No, I know. Never once did I believe that. Wonderful. Others believe that the Iron Mask was not actually a real person, but rather a symbol of oppression and injustice during the reign of King Louis the Fourteenth. Giant cocked asshole. Was it? <laughs> to the man in the Iron Mask story in recent years, some recent conspiracy theories have actually emerged that suggest that the man in Iron Mask has been a political, more than just a political prisoner. One theory actually proposes that the man in the Iron Mask was actually an extraterrestrial being who was captured by the French government. Back in the 19th century, that would have been fucking nuts. Right? Why else would they put an Iron Mask around his face? According to this theory, the man in the Iron Mask was actually not used to... The Iron Mask was not actually used to conceal his identity, but rather to prevent others from seeing his alien features. Another conspiracy theory actually suggests that the man in the iron mask somehow connected to Nazis. This theory proposes that the Nazis discovered some kind of ancient artifact that led them to the man in the iron mask who had been held captive for centuries. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Whoa. This is funny because I didn't know I tied this in, but I did. You should laugh. According to this theory, Nazis were able to use the knowledge they gained from the man in the Iron Mask to develop advanced technology and weapons. Of course, there's no evidence to support these conspiracy <laughs> theories, and they should be taken with a grain of salt. But Nazis did have time travel, so this could be plausible. But they had it, time travel, why the fuck they lose the war? Some things in time cannot be changed. Uh-huh. Um, interesting. But it's interesting to see how the story of the man in the Iron Mask has actually captured imaginations. And uh, complete history, legends, myths, conspiracy theories, and even some wild speculations. 
I'd like to hear more about your alien theory. Okay. So, basically, right? Yeah, get nuts, dude. <laughs> when you start doing this, I know what's about to happen. <laughs> so, here's the deal, right? <laughs> <laughs> This alien, right, came down from spaceship. Crash landed. Oh, is this a spaceship? Yeah. Okay. Crash landed in France. Eiffel Tower. Right? Now, Eiffel Tower wasn't built yet, but this is the spot. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is the spot. That's why they put the Eiffel Tower there, so they could hide. The crater, of course, where where it crash landed. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. French government's already over it. So crash landed here, right? Uh, no Eiffel Tower. That's where an Eiffel Tower should be. So now, alien spaceship sticking out there, right? Little dudes look like humans, right? Maybe tall whites, maybe grays. Little dudes. Little dudes, right? I mean, yeah. it was 17th century France. So Napoleon, honestly, probably tallest man in the country. This guy. Very weird. Very tall. They had to lock him up. King Louis is like, oh, oh no. one guy in the spaceship. Nobody <laughs> with a dick bigger than mine shall live in this country. Oh, aliens King have Louis. big dicks? Oh, of course. <laughs> I didn't know. I mean, they're detachable, so. Oh, well, yeah. I didn't know that either. That, obviously, yeah. Oh, obviously. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. So that's my theory. <laughs> <laughs> They locked him up for centuries, and then centuries later, uh, World War II happened, and then the Nazis were like, oh, well, this is this guy hanging out here with a metal mask around his face. I have information on the universe. Ba -da -da -ba -da -ba -da. Get me out of this iron mask. And then the Nazis were like, oh, Heil, okay, no problem. <laughs> how you doing? That's crazy. He said, how you doing? Crazy. That's crazy. I love it so much. That's a great theory, John. So there you have it. Uh, the story of the man in the iron mask. Um, Whoa. What really happened? We don't know. Eiffel Tower. We explored a historical context today, which is a little bit out of our realm of perpetuity. But what I will say um, is that this did have a edge of mystery. Maybe the alien and Nazi conspiracy theories were a bit of a stretch. Probably not. But... If it makes you feel comfortable, let's just say that this man was persecuted as uh, most likely the twin brother of King Louis the Fourteenth, which is our final theory for this episode, by the way. Whoa. I, yeah. I thought we were rapping. I, I know. know. I, I got know. you on a hook, line, and sinker. I see it. There it is. All right. So this is the last theory. This really is. It's really the last thing. So the last theory is that King Louis the Fourteenth, when he was born, mm. had a twin brother. That's how twins work. Yeah. Right. So they were born at the same time. King Louis the Thirteenth noticed that the younger brother was more handsome, better looking. So they weren't identical twins. They were identical twins, but what? The, I mean, there was just like you—you know, you can tell even between twins. You know, there's an ugly one and there's a cute one, right? <laughs> so, but did he have a bigger cock though? I, that could have been part of it. That could have been part of it. It's like this one's micro dick, this one's big dick. He's gonna roll France. That's it. So, so he what happened? His to elder brother up and then started telling everybody that he was the one with the big right, cock. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, so the thing is, is that the 
firstborn, the small cocked one, right? <laughs> yeah. He yeah. obviously was proper heir to the throne. Well, mm. King Louis Thirteenth made, and this is uh, according to Voltaire, actually. King Louis Thirteenth made the declaration that this cannot get out to the public because it would disrupt the whole family's rule over the country of France. Okay. So what he did was is he sent the firstborn to live with a nobleman under a contract and decree that the nobleman would gain more money, be taken care of, blah, blah, blah. You take care of this kid. You mentioned it to nobody. Nobody knows. You keep him hidden. You don't ever show him faces of his brother, etc. Well, as the kid started to grow up, he started having more questions. You know, why haven't I never seen a picture of King Louis? Why, you know, because King Louis rose to the ascension of the throne at four. Mm. Yeah. So, if he had a four-second older brother, wouldn't that other brother kind of be wondering, well, I don't ever see pictures of the king. Why can't I have playing cards with pictures of the king? Why is there no portraits? Why is there... Why, why don't I get to see what money looks like? You know, there's a lot of questions you probably have as you go through your adolescent years of why you can't see certain things related to the royal line. Not a very good technique. So eventually in his teenage years, um, according to a maid in service of a nobleman, that the older brother eventually started making ties. You know, he's a teenager and friends and he's making ties. He's got noble connections. He's got a noble name, no, noble birthright on paper, but he has suspicions. So he starts making these ties, putting these connections together, and now he's got information stating that he kind of looks like so-and-so. You know what I'm saying? King Louis XIV. So what they do is the nobleman, thinking that the King Louis XIV was going to be generous and humble and... Vastuous about his uh, sibling here, even though being warned by King Louis the Thirteenth before his death, don't fucking do it. Don't say anything. This could ruin our entire family line. Did it anyway. Wrote a letter to the king. Right. So he writes a letter to the king. Right. He writes a letter to the king. <laughs> then, Devin. Yeah. The king loses his shit. Yeah. Obviously, this can't stand. He'll lose his power. He's about ready to get married to an Arabian princess. Uh, or some shit. Uh, it, it, it's either a princess from Asia or a princess from um, India. I can't remember which one. Uh, but he's supposed to be getting married to a princess. You know, he's like 13. Cool. So the deal is, he's like, no, fuck that shit. He sends his guards out, arrests the nobleman, and arrests the, uh, the older brother. Now, they're both arrested. Nobleman gets killed, right? Well, still your younger brother, right? Your older brother got some kind of ties there. So then you put him into an iron fucking mask. Okay, so two things. <clears throat> Three things, really. Uh, number one, you swapped who was going where yeah. a few different times there. Did I what? So I was a little confused. Um, <clears throat> in the, the younger end, brother, the, the second born is King Louis the Fourteenth. The older brother is King... Nobody. Okay, so Iron Mask Man. So why the first why born. wasn't the firstborn the heir to the throne? He is, rightfully. But the King Louis the Thirteenth decided in his madness, because he was also mad, uh, that the younger brother looked like a better heir. So kept him instead. So now my next question is wouldn't it have instead of trying to get all of these people to just 
cover up money. They were mad. To just kill him? Potentially. Seems like that'd be a lot easier. I don't think you could just outright murder. It had to be justified. Oh, you're so wrong. <laughs> That's They were killing motherfuckers all the time, remember? I mean, there was points in history for that, yes. So this is just a theory, Devin. Yeah, yeah, it's a bad one. <laughs> I feel like they'd probably just kill him. But for whatever reason, they chose not to. Yeah. So now, right? So now, instead of, like, aborting him mid-age, uh, they decided to, to fucking put his ass in jail for the rest of his life. Yeah. And uh, hide his identity using an iron mask, which, again, torture device. As well as he was tortured quite a bit it in prison. It still just doesn't make any sense. Like, why wouldn't you just kill the guy? Well, King Louis XIV was known to be very sadistic. Yeah, but why didn't King Louis XIII kill him to prevent the whole, like, trying to hide up a cut? Like, what in the fuck? I just don't think King Louis XIV, while his wife is giving birth to two children, just looks at the nursemaid and just, like, slices his fucking throat. Yeah, as opposed to let's remove him from society, keep him away from money. That's quite and common in royal and um, like. How do you keep someone away from money? You do that. They do that all the time in noble families. What? That's a very common thing in noble families. I'm not buying any of it. Have you ever seen Downton Abbey? I'm not buying any of it. The, the alien slash Nazi one is way worse than this one so it, i don't believe that one either i feel like we don't have a resolution to this whatsoever well that's the current vestial <laughs> theory is that he was actually the younger brother or the older brother fuck see what i'm so, talking about because it doesn't make any fucking sense it makes more sense to get rid of the younger brother but the younger brother was hotter with a bigger dick so that's why he kept As him newborn <laughs> that makes no fucking sense it must have been impressive All right. Maybe the dick had nothing to do with it. It feels like it probably didn't because you made that up from the very beginning <laughs> and you said that. <laughs> yes, but it did have a lot to do with his features and um, the rights of nobility. And he wants to continue the line of his family succession with Frenchmen not usually being very attractive um, to have the most attractive one in the air. What's your French viewership right now? Because you just I lost. I don't know all if I have them. any. You definitely do for sure. Do I? Yeah, probably. There you have it, the story of the man in the iron mask. As we explore the historical context of this story and various legends, myths that have sprung up around it, and even some of the conspiracy theories that I and others have proposed. <laughs> so while we may never know for sure who the man in the iron mask was, the story has captivated people's imaginations for centuries, just as like as long as that guy's been alive. Uh, inspiring books and movies and theme park rides as well, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah, crazy. Perhaps the most interesting thing about this story is the way that it has been adapted to uh, reinterpret but, Take but, but perhaps the most interesting aspect about the story is the way it's been adapted and reinterpreted over time and reflecting the values and concerns of the era in which the story was told from a symbol of political oppression to a mysterious figure of intrigue the man in the iron mask has taken on many different meanings throughout history which one do you believe <laughs> Make sure to comment below this video or this audio podcast if you're on Apple and let us know what you think. Also, don't forget to check out our website at greenmanmediaco.com where you can find amazing merch, 
maybe related to this episode, but probably more to the mummy t-shirt. Also, go listen to that episode. Fantastic. Thank you for listening, and make sure you comment and let us know that where you're listening from on all of our social media. That is TikTok, <laughs> Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Wolf Takes a Bite Pod, except for Twitter, which is Wolf Takes a Bite One. Like and subscribe, share this with all your friends and people you don't like. They might like it. Thanks for listening. I am John Wolf. Question everything, and we'll see you on the next one. Do it. <laughs> that was the best ad recovery you've ever had. Yay! And, and I will indeed, I will indeed be cutting it to make it look like you nailed that first try because that was so good. <laughs>